We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yold Raven, Ninja Skelts, Simpson Magnuson, Arx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandop, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromeda, Dank, Zynuson, Dolly Kaush Jeff, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lato Play, Wisp, Zeke, and Straw Cab. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 324 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota, episode 324. Uh, I am your host today, and I am joined by several others. First among them, Charlene. Hello, Jim. Hello, Internet. Hello, Charlene. And we are also joined by Arian. What's up, Jim? How are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Have you been Uh, social media treating you? (laughs) I feel pretty good, actually. So I have uh, reached one of my long-time goals uh, on Twitter. Um, like, oh, I actually got a friend of the show, uh, Osinity, uh, banned on Twitter. So <laughs> he was like venting about one of his shitty pups. As you know, I don't like that to do on my Twitter personally because I feel like most people don't care. But you know, some people they just like like to talk about you know bad pups they had. Um, and he was, was mentioning played with you. No, no, it wasn't a pub we played with me. Um, we played, uh, I think we played just before that, but it was an unrelated pub, I think. I hope so, at least. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he was talking about uh, not liking offlaners to uh, build tranquil boots. And I, I mean, I'd say I agree. It's bad on most offlaners, but I told him on Twitter I, that I built uh, tranquils on Sand King, which that wasn't even the troll. Like, I legitimately think it's the build on Sand King, because, like, he doesn't really want any other type of boots. Um, and then he said, as a joke, of course, uh, you should be shot. Mm. Um, and I guess, t- I'm not sure if somebody actually reported him, if it was like an automated thing, but uh, that got flagged, <laughs> and he got a 12-hour suspension. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I-, I hope it was actually called out by another Twitter user. Yeah, I hope so as well. But, I mean, I, I was super happy about that. Um, successful successful week of posting in my opinion after that absolutely it's also uh increasing our uh social media presence uh, <laughs> take out the competition relatively yeah i guess a bit maybe <laughs> we yeah. lost our window actually we had a 12-hour <laughs> window to overtake rc well listen like we like Dota. None of our hosts have been suspended from Twitter for advocating violence. Whoa, whoa, okay. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. I've, I've had a dark past, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, your dark past, Arian, how, how did your week in Dota make you feel? Well, um, my weekend order was pretty, pretty damn good actually. Um, as Ooh. you know, last week I accidentally clicked the recalibration button. 
um, because Charlene, I mean, Charlene didn't bait me, but like Charlene was talking about <laughs> recalibration. I accidentally clicked the button. Um, and you know, once it's like the 10 games there, like I feel kind of forced to just play them out. Um, during my recalibration, it went super well. I won uh, my first. So I started out with a lost and then I won five games in a row, which was pretty nice. Uh Oh, nice. But then, I mean, like, overall, I only lost one game legitimately. I had the one loss at the start, which was just, like, a legit loss. Then, in another game, I, like, my Dota crashed during pick phase. And, you know, I didn't reconnect fast enough. And that uh, counted as a loss, which was super weird to me. Because usually, if you disconnect, like, before the first blood, uh, it doesn't count for stuff like that. Or for MMR, even. Um, but it was during pick phase, and it counted as a loss. And then the other game, I played a party game with, uh, like, some guy who invited me. And I was like, sure, let's do party rank during my recalibration. What could go wrong? Um, we got matched with three Russians who their mid laner died, like, eight times in the first ten minutes. And then they all three disconnected and abandoned. So <laughs> that was the <laughs> second illegitimate loss. And the rest of the games I won. So could have went better. I only ended up gaining one star from it. I went from... Uh, Legend 3 to Legend 4, but that meant I'm really close to, you know, Ancient, which would be pretty cool. So I ground back up to uh, Legend 5, and my percentage was at, like, 40%, which means you need three more wins, um, but now I'm at 20% again. So, you know, maybe oh. in three weeks when I rejoin the podcast, uh, I'll be Ancient. We'll see. But it's been fun, honestly, because, I've like, it's not been a hard grind, to be honest. Like, I've had like an 80% win rate this past week. I've, I didn't lose a lot of games. Uh, I've been nice. I've been mostly playing offlane because when you like chain queue, it, I don't like waiting as long for every match, especially when you chain queue. So offlane makes you find games much faster. Um, so yeah, I've been mostly spamming Sand King because it's like... With Tranquil Boots. Yeah, Sand King yeah. with Tranquil Boots. It's an easy offlane hero. Um and he has a stun, uh, very disruptive, cool hero. And when Sanking is banned, I've been doing three clockwork, which is very fun to play. Huh. Yeah. Who uh, also actually really likes Tranquil Boots. True, true. But on three or clockwork... Or phase. Uh, yeah, I, on three clockwork, I mostly build phase. Because if you get, like, the armor talent at 10 plus phase plus blade mail, you have, like, an actually ridiculous amount of armor uh, really mm. early. Yeah, um, that that's been my weekend order, pretty much. Nice. Ooh. That sounds pretty good. A lot yeah. of winning. Yeah, a lot of winning. And Charlene, how's your yeah. week been? It's been good. I'm glad accidentally baiting you into recalibrating hasn't been disastrous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my week, uh, the highlight of my week, or I, I don't even know if I should call it a highlight because it was such a pummeling, was uh, our yeah. series in. Mosaic Maid versus four elites plus squid minus squid. And they're they're a good team, guys. Um, so first off, I, I don't know if this is Intel. It probably isn't. I don't think it's protected or anything. But scheduling was um, restricted by the fact that they also are playing in the Reddit Dota 2 League. Okay. So um, I, I think that just speaks to them having a lot of synergy and mm, us right. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was an easy 2-0 for them. Uh, first game, I played Avenge, and I supported 
Alien or Carry player Marana in the top lane against a four uh, uh, Outworld Devourer Destroyer um, and uh, three Mars played by Bulljax and Only Difference, not respectively. Um, huh. And then they pulled out the mid Jakiro, which was so annoying because mm. Jakiro has that level 10 talent that gives them auto attack range. And yeah. we couldn't do anything to keep them off our towers. Like, Shakira would just come in, give a liquid fire from out of range, and gradually chip away at everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. So, yeah, I'd um, imagine, actually, I'd imagine their team like if they take your mid tier one early, they can play around it very well and like take over the whole map just based on that. Yeah, yeah, and like we tried to, and our mid player uh, Ender went with Invoker, who doesn't really rotate anywhere. And we tried to protect our mid-tower as long as we could, but we let our guard down, it happened, and then the game just kind of went oh. down from there. Um, but still, like, very inspiring to see their their drafts, because they got a carry Pango, 4 OD, they make some crazy stuff work. Yeah, they're looking like a good team. They, they are. Uh, second game, um, they baited us, because they picked the Jakiro again. So uh. we're like, ah, oh, that's going to be the mid-Jakiro, right? Um, they ended up putting it five on Frostfire. And their actual mid was Disruptor. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to Dea. Yeah. <laughs> um, they went with the mid-Disruptor, who, I mean, got some good early levels. Um, didn't end up needing... Uh, an Agonims or anything, just got Boots of Travel and was super mobile on the map and everywhere we went. But uh, the hero that really popped off for them was Bulljax's Earth Spirit, who went 15. I saw that. Yeah, 15, 2, and 15. Mm. Um, just under half their team's kills. And he was styling. He was able to get some great rolls either escapes but also initiations and the fact that it was a core earth spirit just yeah. caught us a little off guard because of how much magic damage he could pump out um he ended the game at level 20 and the next highest level on our team was 15 <laughs> so we got we got demolished that Wait, game what position was he playing he was position three earth spirit oh, okay damn that's cool yeah yeah um but I don't know. That just gives us more games. It drops us down to the lower bracket. Um, where we you guys just wanted to play more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> so we get to I notice see who our next opponents are once TN Tech versus Marco's Angels go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed you're using uh, the first person plural to refer we. to this team. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. So you have played for virtually every team in the WLTL <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I, I I have. I've played for you guys, Jim. I've played yeah. for Backtrack Boys, Arian. I've played for Mosaic Made. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, they're your team? I it think so. Like... Well, I've played the most games for them because I only subbed for a single series for both of you guys, but yeah. I've subbed now for at least... I mean, you're, you're a hotly contested sub. You're a very valuable player to have, you know? I I guess. I think it's just because people know me. And they're like, oh, yeah. You got Charlene. <laughs> it could be. You were the only uh, player, I think, to have played for a team and against that team. 
Because <laughs> you played for us and then against us. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I'm, which probably is a violation of the rules. Yeah, it seems like it should be. <laughs> but, like, uh, the game you played for us is not really. Can't break the rules if so you make the no rules. No one cares. That's right. Abuse of power, you guys. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we're going to get banned on Twitter. As long as your opponents consent, you, you could, you know, get an exception. Yeah. It's no problem. And if they don't <laughs> consent, we just kick them from the league, right? Right. Jim, how was your week in Dota and how did it make you feel? Well, I was not kicked from the league. Nice. Yet. Yeah, we won. (gasps) We won a a whole best of three series. I was so proud of you guys, honestly. Yeah, we were were watching that as we were recording last week's episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I saw you guys like in the the recording channel while while I was over near the Discord. (laughs) Um, it was super fun. Uh, it was a good time to play against them. First game we went, uh, like a minus armor draft. So we had Slardar, PA, Medusa. Um, and Nick was on PA and we just played him in like a much more active role. Like he didn't go Battle Fury. Um, so he just like rushed Deso and we just ran around and killed people. And, um, Medusa just fired arrows into teams where like all their armor was reduced by like 28. Um, and by the end of the game, she, she was able to pull out a win. Second game, we did kind of a similar thing. We put Nick on uh, CK as another uh, carry that kind of farms heroes. And that, that game was weird because like the kills were so in favor of the other team at the beginning. They had a timber saw and the timber saw just like walked up a lane. Because that's what Timbersaw does in the early game. Mm-hmm. But, like, we never really felt like we were out of it. And then at, like, the 29 or 30 minutes or something, we won a big team fight. I think we had some, like, key items. And we just walked up mid and won the game. Nice. <laughs> it was wow. in both games. Yeah, like, I, like, playing the game, I'm like... Yeah, oh, we're doing well. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. And like you look up and the score is like 22 to 8 or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think it's that bad. I think we're okay. Uh, and then we just got into a big team fight. We're like, we wiped them. Um, and I think we were all alive afterwards. And we're like, all right, cool. Um, and at that point, like the CK was just big enough that they couldn't kill the CK. And mm. so they just left. So not only came- did you oh. win your series, you too owed the other team. Yeah. And I mean, that's Druvu's team, right? They're not pushovers. They're, they're like, decent. No, no, it was Team Digital. Ah, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, we lost to Juvu's team. That was the one I cast with you. Um, Ooh, I remember now. And then, and then uh, yeah, this was Team Digital. And then tonight, today is Sunday, Bea and Juvu's team play their final match of their best of three. Bless you. To determine who gets to play us, uh, and then who goes on to play in the grand finals. Is somebody um, confirmed yet for the grand finals? No. Okay. It's the winner of Bea and Juvu uh, tonight in one game because they played like they split a best of two, but then like people had to leave because it took too long. Mm, yeah, it makes sense. So they had to 
Yeah. Yeah. And out in our game against uh, TN Tech, we were about to do that because after our first really? game, we had like really bad server issues, and we had like it took like thirty oh. minutes for the Dota servers to get back up. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I was watching that, and I was hoping for like a major patch right in the middle. <laughs> that would have been funny. In a perfect world, there'll be a major patch like halfway through the Hats Bracket Grand Finals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, I, then I also played a bunch of pubs this week, and uh, I'm waiting for Ice Frog to fix this game, guys. What's wrong, Jim? Explain, Jim. People like playing Ricky. Yeah, it's and, I, I hate this meta. And so Ricky gets picked a lot, and you have to fix that, brother. Yeah, like we can't <laughs> Make live bad in a meta again. where people like. Yeah, this is. This is no good. Like I played, like I, I was watching some random SEA game on DPC, and we'll get into DPC later. Like the other team had a one team had a Ricky, and like late game, he just like hit E and two shotted a triple stack of ancients. <laughs> it was like foop, foop, and they're all gone, <laughs> and they had like all of their tier six items. And I'm like, and he was he, he wasn't on the map, and then like. Every team fight was just like the Ricky leaves the map, half the other team dies, um, and then you fight the team fight. And uh, the team with Ricky won, and then the other team banned Ricky first phase in the other two games, and they won the other two games because they were a better <laughs> team. Because like I, I even knew some of the players on the other team, like I recognized their names. Like who are these weirdos winning? And then like oh, if you just take Ricky away, they don't win. Yeah. And then we played a pub, and I was with uh, Nick and a bunch of his friends. So I guess. From uh, America's second favorite to the two podcasts, and I guess they hadn't played in a while, um, and we got up against a Ricky, and the Ricky he just gets Battle Fury eggs, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean you're like, you're pretty much right. Any idiot can win pubs with Ricky right now. Yeah, you just get like the Battle Fury eggs thing, and then it he's not on the map, hmm. like he's not even in the game. And you just have to run away or your whole team will die. Yeah, pretty much. I mean... And he does it again, like, a couple seconds later. <laughs> there still is counterplay. Like, I have, like... Because I've been grinding so much, i faced quite a lot of Rikis, uh, this. And it may just be because I was, like, we were winning those games anyway, but I haven't lost a lot against Ricky. Like, there's definitely counterplay. Um... I've noticed, like, Pango... I've, I've, I'm owning Ricky with position, like, what two or three pango right now which is very weird because normally uh, ricky counters pango um but yeah the build it's 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 pretty straightforward you just go battle for your eggs right and then you own the entire team um farm super well um you don't even need the diffusion anymore and if you get one more item after the battle for your eggs then it's like almost impossible for the enemy team to win yeah and it's just like it's just dumb like it's it's not a good mechanic. Like, yeah, like you could beat Ricky because you have to, like, you know, catch him out and dust and do all the stuff. But, like, sometimes he can just hit one button and not be on the map and still kill a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like Kunkka. Like, when Kunkka's good. Um, and, like, he gets a Daedalus and some stuff. And, like, maybe your team starts at half HP, the team fight. Or maybe they don't. Yeah. Like, 
That's a dumb mechanic. It shouldn't be. That. I mean, Kanka, at least, you know, you still have to, like, combo your buttons correctly and stuff. Ricky doesn't need to do that. Yeah, Kanka, yeah, right. But, like, I'm saying, if, if Kanka gets, like, a Daedalus... He just has a like, Tidebringer. He just Tidebringers. If he, if he crits on the Tidebringer, your team starts with half health. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's just, like a, it's just like RNG. It's like, you know, it's dumb. It's like if Ricky gets the jump, like, the team fight is over for six seconds. True, true. Because everybody has to leave that area or they die. Um, like this SEA team learned, and they banned him and beat him. I think I think Ricky's going to be like number one, hopefully or one of the top bands in DPC going forward. But I think we're stuck with this Ricky meta for a while, at least. Like for the next five weeks, that's not going to be like a super major patch. Now I I heard uh, your social media buddy Ursinity talking about Ricky, and he said that like the Battle for Ags thing, like there's some kind of weird interaction with it, like it's. Like, it's not working properly? Like, it does too much damage? I thought he said that when we were talking about the game you all played against Ricky. Uh, I, I didn't read that tweet, but may maybe possible for sure. We also can't trust yeah. him. He's He's been banned on Twitter, you know? <laughs> That's true. I normally I don't I normally don't take the opinions of people who advocate for violence on social it's media, true. especially in these times. But right. I mean, I'm just I mean, glad I can build Tranquils on Sand King without being harassed by random people on the internet. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You have a you have a sacred freedom to do that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of current events, uh, let's go to the news. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. Big news right now is the Dota Pro Circuit. Uh, it's up and running. Nobody seems to like it. Um, really. I don't know. Like everything I see in the news, like on, like the news and on Reddit, is like players complaining about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, like I, I, I think Reddit doesn't understand the advantages of it right now. They're like, oh, less games means like it's worse, strictly, which isn't true. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, Reddit probably just wishes Secret and OG would play every day for them. Yeah, pretty much. Um, whenever they had, whenever they're. Uh, middle school classes let out <laughs> um yeah i don't mind it i think it's pretty cool there's games like all the time um sam must be in heaven because there's like two whole uh divisions of obscure eastern european teams <laughs> that he can follow <laughs> he's like the cis guru uh, have you been watching any yeah i've been watching uh, quite a lot of the uh, eu leagues um so mm. we had a a big opening game between Team Liquid and Viking.gg, which was hyped up quite quite a lot because uh, Liquid, that they were a direct invite, they're an established team at this point, right? Um, but against yeah. Viking.gg, historically, they've been having a really hard time. Like, Viking.gg kind of had their number. But in this series, they completely demolished Viking.gg. So I think, like, Viking.gg just had... I can't say this too much, Jesus. Um... They had a hard time going into the draft, and I think they just had a wrong idea about what Liquid was uh, picking. Because in both games, Liquid got Puck, Crystal Maiden, and Lone Druid. And in the first game they picked it, they won in uh, 27 minutes and 13 seconds. Um, oof. And the Lone Druid was just, like, going crazy. Uh, so you'd think, right, that they are, they're going to ban the Lone Druid in the next game, right? 
Um, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So in the next game, they picked the exact same three heroes, uh, just different <laughs> heroes on the other positions. And that game, they won in 27 minutes and 18 seconds. So that game went uh, five seconds longer than the other one. <laughs> they're slipping, they're slipping. Yeah, exactly. Almost had them. Um, that was the only 2-0, though, in the whole week. The rest was 2-1, which I think speaks to how close oh, nice. match the EU teams are right now. So Matt Golems, they took a game of Team Secret, although they ultimately lost. That was kind of like the most hyped game of the whole... Uh, of the whole week, I think, because it was like a 70-minute game where the Wraith King had a giant's ring and there were a bunch of divines in the game, stuff like that. You know, Dota watchers are suckers for those types of games. Um, biggest winner? That was a good game, man. Yeah, that was a really good game, for sure. Um, but in the end, they lost, but, you know, they took a game of Secret, at least. Uh, and, you know, that wasn't the only, like, unevenly matched that wasn't, like, that ended up not being, uh, like, a stomp because high coast esports uh, that was formerly chicken fighters they got they got picked up by the swedish orc like two days before the league started um you know that's a value purchase i guess for them um they even got a game of og uh, which they ultimately lost um, oh yeah yeah besides that enigma uh, has been looking very good they won both their series they played this week uh, one against alliance and one against team liquid uh which is very good for them because they're already like up to serious now and that's not against teams that they were like expected to win super hard like they weren't playing pushovers they play were playing alliance and liquid which were right. definitely nice. some of the better teams in the league like top four or top six at least um so yeah they've been looking pretty good um is Kuro back he, he has been back for a yeah, while yeah right? he's no not okay. for a while yeah the i think this league uh, is the first or second tournament he's playing again oh, after okay. his extended break. Yeah, because so, he was gone for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. He had a hand injury, which he was recovering from, but mm. it seems like he's back now. He's playing Clockwork. Uh, he's trying to complete the <laughs> all-hero challenge, which I think he has to play, like, <laughs> two more heroes in competitive <laughs> to get it. Um, but yeah, nice. uh, I, I'm liking the league so far. Uh, Nygma's looking good, you know. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Nygma fan, obviously. Uh yeah, looking good. Cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I you know as you know, uh, I'm a huge fan of apparently SEA uh, Division Two because I'm uh, describing SEA Division Two matches earlier in the podcast. Um, but those, but the NA, I don't know. So far, the top teams haven't really played all that much. Um. EG beat Four Zoomers. Four Zoomers took a game off them. Yeah, Four Zoomers. I think they're a sneaky, like really good team. Not even sneaky. Like they're. I mean, they were a direct invite. Yeah, yeah. They they had a, a sixty minute game with a uh, a Ricky with who finished the game at least with two rapiers, uh, and they pulled that one out. Hmm. Um, and then EG just banned Ricky, and they won game three. <laughs> Uh, EG play later today too, so it'll be good to see that against against PPD's team. Interesting. Interesting. Oh. Uh, Quincy Crew haven't played yet. Um, they play against a team called Five Man Midas. Well, he has a player named Shu, which I like. Oh, you love Shu. I love Shu, but I've never heard of any of these guys, uh, so I'm not not too optimistic. The team I'm excited about uh, is Undying. 
Are you familiar with this team, Arian? Has has the word of Undying gotten over to uh, across the pond? Let me see. Um, well, they look like a good team on paper. Uh, Saberlight, Dubu is a really good support. Moon Meander, good four player, and Saberlight. He was a like one of the breakout uh, EU position threes of the last uh, of the last season. Yeah, yeah. Bryles, uh like a kind of mid pub star in NA. Uh, I'm excited for Dubu. Uh, because he has he has a very funny stream, and uh, he just picks Undying all the time, and they named their team Undying, and they picked Undying for him both games. Yeah, makes uh, sense against A team. Checks out. And they won in seventeen minutes and twenty two minutes. Ooh, seventeen <gasps> nice. minutes. That's kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, I also don't recognize anyone on A team, uh, and it appears to consist of is that. Ooh, they have a yeah, German, okay. the Bloody Sky. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, player, actually. One German, one Filipino, one Argentinian, and uh, I believe that's Vietnam, and then one American, mm. which which pretty much lines up with what NA Dota is. Jim, um, you haven't even talked about the most important match: the Akosh Gaming versus Team Dogchamp Grudge match. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe you can clue me in on this, Arian. I I did kind of want to talk about this because. What is this Arkosh gaming business? Like, I know it's... Is that Slax's team? team. Yeah. yeah, so it's a Slax's team. Uh, also, shout out to community member OG Ruby. She has some involvement with Arkosh gaming as well. Um, so yeah. it's, a, it's a team of people which identities are supposedly hidden. Um, people are saying it's like Cap, BSJ, and I think Rioja or something. Um but yeah, they're keeping mm. the identity hidden. But I think, like in the NA scene, probably everybody knows who these guys are. So they're looking okay. And what makes the this a grudge match between Team Dogchamp? So you guys know Luki Luki. He's like a yeah. rather small Dota streamer who, like, he's known for playing Pango a lot. He, I like his stream. He's a cool guy. Um, so for the BTS Pro Series, the last like tournament before the DPC started, um. Akosh Gaming, they got a direct invite. Um, and they like made a supposed deal on Twitter with Team Dogchamp, or like what they were named before, uh, Luki Luki's team, where they were like trash talking each other. And then uh, Luki said on Twitter, like, hey, uh, play us uh, in a best of three. And if we win, we get your invite slot for the BTS Pro Series. And then Slack said, like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Um, supposedly meaning that as a joke and not actually giving them uh, the slot if they won. Um, so they played each other. Luki Luki's team won. And then Slacks, like, he pulled some, like, I, th I thought that was that funny, like, some trick where, uh, you know, they he, like, pulled to a different game where the Ancient fell, even though they just lost. Um, and he didn't end up giving them the slot for the BTS Pro Series. And he kind of got some really heavy backlash for that. Um, and his standpoint was like, yo, uh, this isn't even possible. Like, we can't just give slot invite slots to tournaments away from, uh, like, losing a best of three. But a bunch of people didn't get uh, that it was a joke agreement, me included. I thought it was for real, uh, dumb as yeah, I am. I um, but I can also understand uh, that, you know, it may be clear between the different parties that it was joking on. So yeah, he got some backlash for that, and 
that makes this you know DPC match a grudge match. And this time, uh, Team Dogchamp, they weren't that lucky. Uh, they got too old by uh, Arkosh Gaming pretty heavily. They, they kind of got stomped, oh. to be honest. So, like, yeah, I, I read something about them being secret and, like, some players were complaining because, like, if you're playing against, uh, I don't know, electronic boys and, you know, you want to figure out what Albino Zebra 1's key heroes are, yeah, yeah, I am. you could just look him up. But, like, these are all, like, secret Well, accounts. supposedly what I've heard from, like, people at BTS is that everybody who's playing in the tournament got told the identities of the players on Arkosh Game. Right. What's the point of this? Yeah, I don't know. It's don't, it's I don't some mean it. stuff. <laughs> who knows? That's the who thing. Who knows what Slacks is planning, dude? Could be anything. It's like, yeah, because like Slacks was like, well, you know, we're trying something that's never been done before. And I was like, yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, that's why it's never been done before. Like, I don't see any... I don't yeah, I mean, he, like, not to criticize Slacks too heavily. Like, I still think he's a, like, cool guy. No, yeah, he's a good... Yeah, of course, like of course. That. Um, but I don't know what this... Like, he's he, he keeps talking about, like, how this will completely redefine the storyline um, of, like, and this will revive any Dota. I'm not seeing it so far. Like... Does not knowing who these players are really like enhance the hype that much? No, not unless they were like beating everyone. Like if they like showed up and like three would PSG LGD in a show match or something, that's one thing. But like, you know, they're slogging through the NA lower division. Like, I mean, I don't know any of the players on Electronic Boys either. Like, <laughs> yeah. To me, it's the same thing. Like, I'm not invested in it. I don't know. Again, like, Slax is great, and he does good, and I just don't... I just don't get the joke, I guess. Maybe we can't see his genius yet. It's unfolding and unraveling before us, but we won't be wowed until, like, the moment. Yeah, yeah. It could be. <laughs> I'm I'm open to an amazing reveal and an amazing punchline. Sure. I want to be... Uh, but I don't get it. Like, uh, anyway. Yeah, so and, and, uh, NA looks kind of like what we thought. Two good teams. I watched a little bit of China. Um, they were picking Beastmaster like every game. I saw Faith Beyond went uh, Ags on Beastmaster, which is one of my favorite builds. The zero cooldown axes. Ooh, just throwing them. Uh, yeah, it's super awkward and it never works, but <laughs> I like it. I did it with me and Sam played a game with it a while ago. I think he was Coddle. And so even before I got the Ags, he was just doing that just so I could throw out more mm. Axes. And we just lost our lane horribly and, and <laughs> lost Did the game. he win with it? Um, Faith Beyond? Yeah, there was other stuff going on. Okay. Like, So he won, but yeah. not thanks to that. I don't think so. Because I, like, I didn't see like Axes constantly flying out. Oh. In the course of like the late game team fights, but the other team had a Naga and they just like outscaled the Naga. Mm. Um, like I bought an Ags, but like it didn't matter. Um, but it looks pretty good. I mean, I like the the standard schedules. Like you always know, there's going to be a game on at some point. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be getting good viewership. I'm excited. Go go Arkosh Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Next up. 
Uh, want to hear of the week? Sure. You're tougher than I thought. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Keeping in with the theme of Arkosh Gaming and uh, secret identities and not knowing what's going on, our hero of the week is Ricky, the stealth assassin. Uh, the hero you, you can't see that everybody hates. What? Yeah. Um, I'll go through Ricky's. Uh, or do you want to go through Ricky's abilities, Charlene? Uh-huh. Either or. I can do the lore. I can be our new Sam. While Sam's not. Do you want to do? Okay, you want to do the lore? Yeah. All right. Um. So I'll go through these abilities. Ricky is a melee agility hero. Uh, with terrible agility gain. True. Um, but there's a reason for that. And his defining characteristic, of course, is that he's invisible. Um, but that's his ultimate. So we'll get there in a little bit. His Q is smoke screen. Ricky throws down a smoke bomb, silencing enemies and causing them to miss attacks. Uh, a little cloud pops up. Uh, it's either purple or gold if you have the gold immortal. Uh, radius 300, scaling up to 375, lasts 6 seconds. Uh, the miss rate for heroes within it is 20%, scaling up to 65%. And the cooldown is 20, scaling down to 11. So you have over 50% uptime. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also cooldown talent. Yeah. Remember when this reduced um, vision? That was some cancer. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Like... <laughs> You could be right at the edge of the smoke cloud and not know, and then trying to walk out, you would like walk right through it again the whole way, because you didn't have. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's better now, um, but you can't cast spells in it to get out of it. Yeah. So, which is why everyone buys four staff against Ricky. Uh, then his E is blink strike. Uh, teleports behind the target unit, striking for bonus damage if it is an enemy. Um, it has two charges. The charge restore time, essentially the cooldown, uh, scales from 25 down to 10. The bonus damage scales from 25 up to 100. And the cast range is 600, scaling up to 900 with then a big cast range talent on the talent tree. Uh, it costs 50 mana and has a 0.1 second cooldown. Um, but essentially the restore time is, is the real cooldown. Yeah. Um, this puts him behind the target, which again is relevant for later discussions because uh, he does more damage from behind. Uh, and it blinks him all over the place, uh, almost a screen length once you get the talent. Um, it's pretty annoying. Good for escaping, very good, ability. good for initiating. Uh, two charges for this really was a game changer. <laughs> yeah, how so? Uh, because if you, like, before, when you only had one charge or was, like, on a six-second cooldown, it was kind of like playing Quop or AM. When you use your blink, then you're exposed for, like, six seconds, where anybody, even without lockdown, can kind of just kill you. Um, but now you can get in, and then if it's a bad situation, you can just blink strike to a teammate, um, which is something relevant that should be mentioned as well about this. Uh, you can do it on teammate, just mm. like PA's. Uh, is PA's ability also called blink strike? It's called Phantom Strike, right? 
yeah, Phantom Strike. It is totally, yeah, totally Strike. different things, obviously. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. She doesn't this... get put behind them. True, true. Uh, there you go. Totally different things, obviously. Um, but yeah, you you should use this on teammates a lot to escape. It's very useful for that purpose as well. Yes. Then his E uh, is Tricks of the Trade. It is a channeled ability. Um, that affects an area. Ricky phases out of the world while striking random enemy units from behind in an area around him. Uh, he creates like a little circle on the map and every and random units uh, four times over the two seconds get attacked from behind by Ricky. Uh, the radius of the circle is 450. It does not scale. The attack damage that he does scales from 70 up to 100%. The scepter, he has a, a scepter thing which increases the duration of the number of attacks and you can cast it on allies, uh, I believe, to the pocket Ricky yeah. to hang out inside your ally. Yeah. Um, the cooldown goes from 21 down to 12. And is that also a cooldown reduction talent? Yes. Uh, yes, of course it does. Um, which can go down to 6 seconds uh, when you hit level 25. And it costs 50 mana. Uh, this is the thing that is awful yep i think most awful about ricky because he's not even on the map so aoe damage doesn't even affect him yeah uh so he's off the map for two seconds and he's doing 100 percent attack damage to four targets there yeah if he has a battle fury he does full cleave damage to four targets there and if he has an ag scepter he hits um two targets is that correct mm -hmm. uh with each one so he gets Eight Battle Fury cleave attacks in two seconds inside the circle while he cannot be damaged no, no, or affected he, by anything. Sorry, sorry. He gets 12 with an axe. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. 12. Gosh, darn it. Um, um, also, what's kind of yeah. unfair about this, these attacks, they're guaranteed to count as attacks from behind, even though there's no way for you to face them. Yeah. Right. It yeah, there's you have no control whatsoever over what happens. Um and so behind is relevant because of his ultimate, which is uh cloak and dagger. Uh Ricky fades into the shadows, becoming invisible. Every time he strikes an enemy from behind, he deals bonus damage based on his agility. When he attacks, he becomes visible. Um so it's a typical like permanent visibility thing, the fade delay, which is the amount of time between after you attack before you turn vis invisible again. Scales from 4 down to 2. And the agility damage multiplier goes from 1.4 to 2.2. Um, so he does 2.2 times his agility uh, added to any attack from the back, which I suppose also then gets cleaved by the Battle Fury mm. um, on all 12 of those attacks inside the Tricks of the Trade. Yep. Which is a 3-second duration... On a six-second cooldown at level 25, <laughs> so 50% of the time he's killing everything within a circle while being untargetable. Jim, I, that's cool. I recognize some salt here. <laughs> I hate this hero. <laughs> it's so annoying. Anything that's like, yeah, like Puck can't do that. But Puck is also like, if some crazy good Puck player comes in and does all this crazy stuff to you, you're like, oh, cool, wow, like that guy just. Totally outplayed True, us. Yeah. With Ricky, it's this just like, like oh, wow, Ricky's okay. you pressed E. e. <laughs> yeah, you pressed E, my team is dead. Yeah. Um, in addition to just being like the invisible, annoying pub hero, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, 
Yeah. Like, Slark is just annoying in pubs. Um, and he, like, snowballs like crazy. Uh, his talents, uh, we'll go through them a little bit. I think they're fairly straightforward. At 10, you get 20 attack speed or 6 health regen. Uh, I don't think it matters all that much. Yeah, take the attack um, speed. I guess, Ricky has yeah. really good base doesn't... region anyway. Oh, yeah, right, right. forgot about that. Um, at 15, you have either 20 damage or minus 4 seconds smokescreen cooldown. Smokescreen cooldown. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, the 20 damage, it's extra bad because, uh, like, most of da Ricky's damage in the late game comes from attacking from behind. So the 20 damage, like, per per on a percentile basis, it's even less than you'd think. Mm. And the smokescreen cooldown, like, smokescreen before Tricks of the Trade was a thing. Smokescreen was Ricky's best ability. Uh, and now it's the second best, but it's still, like, an insanely good ability. It's a AoE silence that can't be purged. Yeah. Right, right. It's almost like, uh, it's like Night Stalkers in that you can't, uh... Yeah. Yeah. You can't avoid so it. Or, like, with this talent, Vipers it's on a one-second downtime. Yeah. Ah, that's crazy. And yeah, you used to have to build a uh, Diffusal Blade, or you used to build Diffusal Blade because it gave good edgy and you still to keep people in your smoke screen. Yeah, exactly. Now you don't even care anymore. It's like, I'm going to buy a Battle Fury and hit E. <laughs> um, at level 20, you have plus 0.5 Backstab Multiplier or plus 475 Blink Strike Cast Range, which turns it to 1375, which is almost a screen. Yeah. Cast Range all the time, every time. Yeah. 100%. Um, and then at level 25, you have plus 125 smokescreen AoE uh, <laughs> or minus 6 Tricks of the Trade cooldown. Obviously, you take Tricks of the Trade cooldown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's insane, as we've described. But the 125 smokescreen AoE is really yeah, good. Yeah, it's also very good. Super this, good. like, Ricky, he's he's one of the heroes that gets another huge power spike at level 30. Yeah. Because he gets 20 yeah, right. damage, 0 0.5 backstab multiplier, which... You know the Blink Strike talent is better, right? But the Backstab Multiplier, when you level 30 and have like a million agility, that 0 0.5 has a big effect. Yeah. Yeah, he really... Uh, he really does. Like, every, he benefits from almost everything uh, when he hits level 30. Yeah. Um, um, and then his Aghanim Scepter, as we said, is Pocket Ricky and, and makes Tricks of the Trade 50% 50, 50 more effective. Uh, and then his Aghanim Shard is Sleeping Dart. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone use this. I've never seen fires a, it. <laughs> it's it fires a dart at the target enemy, putting them to sleep for three seconds. At the end of the duration... I didn't even know this happened. The target takes 150 damage and is slowed by 30% for four seconds? Jesus. Yeah. Um, at, at least this hero doesn't buy a Battle Fury and farm really fast, so he can't get a, a random 30% <laughs> four seconds slow um, for no yeah. slots. Before we get into the items on this hero, can we talk about the development history? For like, I want to mention something. So, yeah, on sure. Ricky, yeah, sure. every ability except Smokescreen used to be his ultimate at some point or another. Uh, yeah. Tricks of the Trade, originally uh, Cloak and Dagger was his ultimate then it got changed around he didn't use it so cloak and dagger used to be two different abilities the invis was a part and then the agility was another part of it um then at some point they put it together uh made it into a normal ability and that put blink strike as his ultimate that's when it gained the charges then they changed that back 
Cloak and Dagger made, got made back into his ultimate. Blink Strike got made into a normal ability, but they removed the charges. Then they added uh, Tricks of the Trade, which started out as his ultimate, but everybody complained that it was really <laughs> bad. So they changed that back again, buffed it, and made it into a normal skill, and gave Blink Strike charges again. <laughs> And it's a hero that everybody hates playing against anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like he's, you guys are a bunch yeah. of bullies, though, because Ricky had a hard past. Tell us, Tell about, us about this, about this past, Shalene. <laughs> he first off, his life was kind of kind of sad. He was always forgotten, and thus huh. became the invisible middle child. He he had this older brother, who was you know gonna gonna be in line for the throne and then he had the pampered younger brother who was the favorite so he was the forgotten middle child and that's where his invisibility comes from um but then his family was ruthlessly murdered and the only reason he got away is because he was so good at stealth and stuff so now he's this assassin who is taking random jobs and trying to get back to the point where he can avenge his family. Yeah, it makes sense, you know? So, when you're traumatized uh, by your yeah. family getting murdered, the way you, you know, work on this trauma is killing a bunch of people. Yep, makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> He's like Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Man. Well, I mean, he should have no problem going after these people now because he could just walk into wherever these guys are and hit E. <laughs> Ricky, you've reached Man. your final form. Go and get exact your vengeance right now so that you can Man. get nerfed. Imagine if the assassins who murdered his family also got him. That would be so nice. We wouldn't have to deal with him now. Oh my god. Or if he had like turned the or you know, or if he had just like you know, had that trauma and and turned it into a positive and tried to I don't know, help out other orphans or something. He could have like run an orphanage. Yeah. But instead, he's terrorizing our pub games. <laughs> I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like, I've won a bunch of pub games. Like, Monster loves playing Ricky, and I've won a lot. I've won a yeah, lot of I mean, I've done it this well. Fun like, while he killed everyone. It's not hard. I play Ricky like uh, <laughs> once every year, and then when this build came out, I played him like two times. I took a mid, which usually is like an instant loss, but it doesn't even matter. Uh, he just wins every yeah. game. Yeah. <sighs> cool. Uh, did we talk items? I mean, we kind of talked items already. You go bell for your eggs most of the time, and then you kind of buy whatever. Yeah, that's basically it. Where do you fit in the diffusal? Uh, you don't get diffusal these days. Like, if you get, yeah. you, have to. if you're having a really bad game, you go like diffusal and manta or something, the normal build. Mm. But most of the time, even if you're getting it very late, it's better to just go bell because. Because of tricks of the trade, it's also kind of better at fighting than the fusion at this point. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if someone's like around creeps, you can just E and kill the wave and do like three hundred percent attack damage to them. Mm. Okay, okay. So yeah, go play Ricky, people. Yeah, enjoy it. It last because he's yeah. gonna get nerfed. It's fun. I'll try to ban it every game. How about noobs ask noobs? Nice. Want to find out what some noobs want to know? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Holy shit! Is 
First question is from we like to webmaster Elihu. You find yourself in real life needing protection. Would you grab A, a shield, B, armor, or C, a fluffy hat? Hmm. Ah, Charlene. I need some context for what I need protection from. That's a good question. That's how I was going to answer. Uh, an orc <laughs> running at you. An orc yeah. running at me. I watched The Hobbit with my family yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> if in real life I had an orc running at me, I'd need uh, antipsychotic medication, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, be, I, you know, treatment. I'm going to go with Fluffy Hat because if it's an orc, I'm, I'm outside. So not only ah. do I have to protect myself against the orc, but I also have to protect myself against the elements. Hmm. So Makes sense. I will, you know, just try to run, try to find a spot in the brush where I, I don't have to just keep running away from the orc, but now have to stay in, in this spot for a long time. So it'll be really nice to have a little fluffy hat. What good is defeating an orc if uh, you suffer from hypothermia afterwards? Exactly. Exactly. It's good. Aaron, do you have any thoughts yeah, on this? One? I mean... The fluffy hat, it's kind of a meme answer, obviously. No offense, Charlene. But what? between the armor <laughs> and the shield, I think it's kind of a philosophical question. And I would actually choose the Ooh. shield because you know what the shield gives me? It gives me agency. I can at least feel like uh, I have some, some form of influence on the outcome of the situation. With the armor, you know, I just stand there and hope uh, the armor is thick enough that I don't die. With the shield, uh, I have agency. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, that is a good answer. So I, I was planning to answer this question similar to Charlene's. It's like, in real life, what do I need protection from? And in my real life, I never need protection from anything that a shield or armor would grant me protection for. But I do get chilly sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I would have chosen the fluffy hat as well. Greg asks... What kind of Pokemon is Jim Carrey? Aaron, are you familiar with the uh, American comedic actor Jim Carrey? I am. I don't like him. All right. I'm not a huge fan either, to be quite honest with you. But I think we'll humor Greg with this question. Mm -hmm. He says his wife just asked him this, thinking that Jim Carrey was a Pokemon in a movie or something. Evidently, he played Dr. Robotnik in the Sonic movie. Uh, who Greg uh, helpfully clarifies is not a Pokemon. Um, are either of you particularly familiar with the Pokemon universe? I am. I love Pokemon. All right, which which Pokemon is Jim Carrey, Charlene? I'm actually going to go with Haunter because I don't know if th this is based on like the anime series, but there's this one episode where Haunter. Um, so. To give guys some context, um, Jim Carrey is famously a comedian who is not funny. Very, <laughs> who like his his style of humor is uh, over exaggerated facial expressions. 
Yay. Yeah. Um, and then Haunter in the anime has one episode where um, he's just a troll. He, he just tries to make people laugh. Um, he is a ghost Pokemon and he's supposed to be scary, but he doesn't like scaring people. He wants to make people laugh instead. So in that episode, he just tries to do things silly. Um, and he ends up being critical to Ash Ketchum's uh, defeat of a psychic gym because he is a ghost Pokemon, which I think by typing, it makes him advantageous. But he wins because he makes the gym leader laugh because she's like psychic and super, super serious and and everything and a little bit psychotic she has like past trauma with her family where she's in, uh kept them inside of a dollhouse it's pretty pretty creepy Jesus, um, but <laughs> but then haunter <laughs> makes her laugh um by having exaggerated facial features and and then he saves the day so i think i think jim carrey is a haunter specifically right. ash's haunter yeah i don't want to like yeah, delve too deeply into this but like does Haunter, I'm glad Ash Ketchum won, but does Haunter also rescue this poor Pokemon trainer's family who's yes. trapped in the dollhouse? Yes. Uh, oh. Ash ends up leaving Haunter with her so that she she always has the funny Pokemon to keep her sane. Very cool. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Arian, you're young. You like Pokemons? Pokemons. Uh, I think Do you he like would pocket be the monsters? Mime, I think he would be the mime Pokemon because I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah, that was Bob's answer, Mr. Mime. Uh, I'm not familiar with Pokemon. I've only seen it over the shoulders of my children a few times. I'm going to go with um, the villain cat who speaks English, because it's the only <laughs> one who speaks English. And Jim Carrey speaks English. Okay, okay. Dora le asks, How important is that thing where players rapidly alternate between right-clicking and the stop command when last hitting? Hmm. An actual Dota question. Uh, I don't think it's important at all. Because some people do it and some people don't do it. And if it were important, all the good players would do it. But I do do it. I do it as well. Sometimes. Uh, I do it sometimes because I just think it's helpful sometimes. I think uh, there's an intimidation factor to it. If you like animation cancel like a pro like i've had people that i play against mention like dude your animation cancel so much it's kind of intimidating like um, <laughs> i i think that's definitely like psychological warfare factor okay. it's like i could see it's that, like yeah. taunting right if you can waste so many actions per minute on like basically useless things that shows that you still have a lot in reserve that's why i moved taunt to a mouse button <laughs> I can taunt so easily now. And all it does is just pedal. move my hero awkwardly. I know, yeah, I do need a foot pedal. Um, I feel like it's one of those things, though, that can go very wrong. Because if you're against, like, a Pudge and you're just sitting there animation canceling, uh, he's just going to hook you. True. <laughs> That's true. Because you're standing in one spot. Um, so practically speaking, it's it's used to secure last hits. Right, because it, it like it, in the mid lane, if you versus your opponent are both trying to go for the same creep, and you fake out each other with animation canceling and stuff, and eventually you can either like get the last hit or get the deny, whatever it is. Uh, so that's why it's useful. But I think it's it's one of those cap things where it's only as useful as it is um, like dependent on your enemies. So. 
unless they will be tauntable or unless they will actually try to outlast hit you, it doesn't make any sense to do it. Yeah, yeah, true. I can see that. Strilling7, uh, your teammate Arian, asks, Is the world of Dota a post-door society, or are there doors in this universe? Uh, were there some previously? Hmm. Uh, intrigued by this like interpretation of history, where it's like moving toward a world without doors. Um, post-door. Post, right, like... It's not a world without doors. It's a world that has moved beyond doors. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of Where would there be doors? I, I think there are a lot of heroes who don't have hands or like ways to interact with mm. knobs. So I actually think post-door. I think they've moved into just a world of portals. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, It seems like they just have portals everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I don't know where you'd put a door on the map. Not either. on the map. I guess it's like, yeah. Roshan Pit, maybe? That's like a pretty choky choke point-ish. Are there doors on little stores? Like the secret shop? No, it's just a dude at a desk, yeah. right? Oh, I guess on all the side games. Um, well, not side games, like uh, season games. What was the last one called? Under something? You know what I'm talking about? Like those Diablo ones. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, yeah. Through. Yeah, they they have doors. Yeah, that's true. Oh no! So and this those is a are canon. Reality. Yeah, it's a door reality. Uh, oh, not no. not post door society. Anyway, they haven't gotten there yet. Although I'm very sympathetic to or to Charlene's like like you know disability. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, those about, doors are it's all. It's not ADA compliant. In those games, the doors are all like automatically unlocked and they are actually mm. portals so the doors are just ceremonial as like a vestige of the past mm. they only have those doors like at like at 7-eleven right right automatically right i i, I stick with post door society <laughs> okay yeah i think you're probably right yeah it's always like a big block of stone that like slides out of the way yeah when four heroes near it yeah Rex Cow asks, "You are opening a smoothie juice stand based on the Dota universe. What are some of the products, and what is the name of the stand?" Dota Two smoothies. No, you gotta have mango in there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, go right to like, I am stealing Valve's IP. <laughs> Dota Two smoothies. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, mango should be in there. It's gonna be. I mean, I guess like the other question is like, are you opening a smoothie bar in the Dota in the Dota universe? Ooh. It's just based on. So I guess it's like you're opening a smoothie juice stand in Chicago, but you're inspired by. Dota, Remember Dota Brews? Right? That was like Dota themed beer at some point, but I think they went. They had to close their business a long time ago. Does he your boy? Uh, Charlene up in Canada. Snow cake? Have like, yeah, Snow Cake. Doesn't he have a bar and he has like Dota? Things? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah. Snow Cake, add us. Add us and let us know how your your bar is doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit us up in the, the Discord. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'd, ha you'd have Manko. I guess you'd have like uh, Healing Salve. 
Dazzle, I think of as a hero that has lots of like drinks. Yeah. Like like I have this uh this staff with like a like an electric pink concoction on the end of it. Like that would be one of the smoothies you could buy. I feel like there's other things he has. Witch Doctor has stuff like that. I feel like you can get a lot out of uh like brews from the kind of witch doctory heroes yeah. as well. Maya Bangos would have to factor extensively. Neil asks When are the Hats and Strats bracket grand finals and who is casting? Uh, they are when the teams that play in the finals schedule them, and I don't think we're sure yet who's casting them, right? Will it be Howard Cosell, I think. Will it be this week or next week? Next week, I think. Okay. It's going to be at least next week because yeah. we still have two more rounds of hats. Okay. But uh, Strats, I think it's like yeah, two more. Yeah, two more of Strats as well. Um, I'm, I, we're not sure who's casting it. Uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, we may be able to get some. some Maybe, if they're not too busy with you know DPC and stuff like that. Some big names. Although we will... Uh, yeah, we had a, a long discussion in our team Discord about like the awkward setup of of like men sitting in armchairs facing the camera for panels. Like if you're like your pants never look right. What? Um, what? No, like like it, they always have armchairs. Like if you ever watch like real like traditional sports, mm-hmm. um, the panel discussion they're either at a desk or they're on stools because. Either you're sh- you're not showing people's legs, or they have to use their legs to hold themselves up on the stools, right? But if you're in like big armchairs, you're leaning back in them, like your pants aren't going to look like they fit right. You're going to see like all of your socks, or you're going to all cross your legs, and it's going to that's going to look weird. Um, oh, so I see you what don't. You mean. Yeah, so like you have to have very specific pants, otherwise, because we saw Black earlier today on one of the panels, and he had like. These like skin tight jeans that like after he sat all the way back in this giant armchair and crossed his legs like came like just below his knees and then you saw like four inches of his calf muscle <laughs> and then his and then his high socks like, <laughs> like it it doesn't work if you're sitting in that kind of chair um, and so you got to have like a, a desk or on stools or standing sure um, because that's how at least that's, at least that's how men's pants. Uh, look right unless you have like full break dress pants which i think one of the guys lizard maybe was like dressed more formally and he actually looked like he was wearing regular clothes like i'm sure black looked fine when you were standing up but then it's like oh contort yourself into this unusual how did you know, we get to this setup again? and uh casting our oh, okay. grand finals we're, we're not gonna have to worry about yeah, that yeah because we have a giant desk <laughs> okay Elihu, with a final question, asks, a new Tier 1 item entitled Shard of Liberace is added to the game. Thank you. Like the royal jelly, it is consumable. However, it has a positive and negative effect. What does it do? Uh, Uh, Liberace is my uh, Dota name, for those who are not familiar. I think it would give you a big bonus to damage against creeps. Uh... And something about letting your team die without initiating would be the negative. Like, oh, I was just going to yeah. take the obvious. Gives you a bo- boost of damage to creeps, but 
minus damage to heroes. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I think it would be a bit more specific. Like, Jim loves to, like, when there's a team fight, Jim loves to, like, just hold his abilities and watch you die. Yeah, it's tough. I'm never on the same screen as you because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm with the team and you're sure, off sure, sure. dying. Uh, I, I, I was thinking this was referring to uh, the famous Las Vegas pianist Liberace. And so I was going to say the positive effect is uh, maybe like magic damage or mana regen or something. But the negative effect is it makes you much more visible. Uh, because he, he he's dazzling. Were very flashy. Yeah, he, he traditionally wore very flashy clothes, and so like you'd be much more clear uh, to make out. Maybe like you show through the fog a little mm. bit uh, because you just can't be constrained, um, and all the rhinestones on your outfit uh, are reflecting the light. <laughs> so that was how I was mm. going to yeah, do it. Makes sense. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I would. I mean, of course, always pick it. Like I have my cosmetics. I want to show them off. Like it's not. Why are we playing Dota? Um, that's our final noobs ask noobs question. You all ready to uh, wrap this one up? Uh, you know, see you yeah. in three weeks, guys. I'm now going on my break for sure. I know I said this last year, but there were some changes with my exams, which is why I moved the the break by one week. But see you again in three weeks. Have fun see with Jim. <laughs> yes, I'll be editing the podcast. Uh, come see us on uh, social media on Twitter at. We like Dota. We are not banned uh, for any amount of time. Not everybody <laughs> who's into Dota can say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye.